What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast, a podcast to promote and improve your practice as an athletic trainer. I've got my friend Todd Sable. He is an athletic trainer. He's an athletic trainer advocate, always trying to improve the profession and basically improve humanity. But he's got a new business, and he's invested a lot of money into this new business. And it's kind of shocking, like, why are you choosing to be a fitness coach? You're an athletic trainer. You know, there's always this we're not personal trainer thing going on. So it's going to be an interesting conversation to see how, why, and, and then where where it's going. So, Todd, welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast. This time is slightly different. We've talked about the mental clarity and some of the other things you got going on. But what the heck? $10,000 for mentoring. This is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash lovehandle. Of course, I am the host, Jeremy Jackson. This is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash lovehandle. So, Todd, welcome back. Give us the the website, the address, how we can get a hold of, check out this love handle thing, and then we'll get to why. Yeah, so thank, thanks again for having me on, Jeremy. Uh, I think it's been a while since uh, last time I was on, and you know, quite a bit's changed, uh, all good things. So, yeah, the best way to find the application link to the program is uh, in any of the bios um, that I have, so Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the link's right there to apply. You know, the, the application is literally, I think, 10 questions, takes five minutes, but just to even see if it's something that you might be interested in. Um, and then we just get on a little 10-minute call from there just to get to know each other if we don't and you know, talk a little bit of things through. But yeah, across the board, I'm Todd Sports Med on all handles, on all uh, social media sites, and that's the best way to get a hold of me. All right, my biggest question, a fitness coach, dude, you're, you're an athletic trainer, a medical professional. Why are you going to be a weight loss coach? Tell me, tell me the story. I feel like it's been a long time coming uh, and in a weird way. It's not something that I've been thinking about for a long time, but I do have the background in um, powerlifting, bodybuilding, uh, you know, a collegiate athlete, you know, as an athlete all my life, like I, like a lot of athletic trainers are. Um, and, you know, I was always trying to find ways to push my body, push my mind to, you know, achieve the highest level of ability that I could because I was a uh, – um, athletic person per se. I just had to work pretty hard for to get what I had. So um, yeah, so I, in December, I actually launched an, my first online rehab injury offer. And I had, you know, uh, 12, 13, 14 people reach out and, you know, was able to get have lengthy conversations with about 12 of those people. And I, I went one for 12 on bringing those people on. So I was pre- feeling pretty down. And it wasn't, um, yeah, I think I might have went in with too high of expectations because it was my first time and I wasn't sure what to expect. But through those conversations, you know, when we're, we're trying to connect with people and, you know, for, for the athletic trainers that are listening, you always are trying to create that connection and learn more about the person because that's what really matters. It doesn't, you know, the skills and everything are, are cool, but if you can't make a connection with that person, you can't help them. So through these conversations I was having, the the one glaring need that kept coming up was like, yeah, like, you know, some, so the guy's shoulder may have hurt and, you know, he might've been struggling with that, but his, his or her biggest concern wasn't that they were in physical pain. It was, you know, my shoulder hurts. So I haven't been working out as much. I've put on weight and I feel self-conscious around my wife or my husband. That, that was the big conversation and the big thing that kept coming back in these conversations. And that was the first kind of light bulb that I had in my head in a really long time of 
hmm, you know, is this, is this where I need to be kind of focusing more of my attention on? You know, I've always had a, a, a passion around this area, but kind of to your point, uh, in the athletic training world, it's something that we try to distance ourselves from, and, and rightly so, because there's so much confusion around, around that. But um, I feel like it's something that I've kind of re uh, repressed in myself for a long time, because it's something that I do really, really enjoy and that I am passionate about. But again, kind of going back to what I just said, um, it's a really fine line to walk, walk, uh, just because of the confusion around athletic training, personal training and, and those types of things. So, um, that's kind of like the, the short, short story of how it all happened so quick, but, um, it's, it's something that I, you know, I feel like there's a, there's a fire in, in me with this, just because the one, the one thing that I, I never could figure out and I really struggle with when I was doing, whether it was in-person rehab in my side business or online rehab was trying to incorporate the mental aspect of personal development, self-development, because like, I'm just a, you know, I'm a fanatic about it and I love it, but it's really hard to do that with, you know, when, when you're talking to somebody about their, their shoulder pain or their knee pain or their ankle pain, then you, you know, try to throw in some like, oh, you know, like these are some books I really enjoy. Like these are some like little, you know, habits you can try to implement in your life that might make things a little bit easier, a little bit better, a little bit more efficient. Um, it just, it never felt like it clicked, you know? And like, I've had that thought in my head the past few years is like, not that I felt inauthentic because I didn't, because I loved injury rehab. I love sports medicine and I always will, but I was like, I feel like I can be giving more, you know what I mean? Like a more complete package. Um, so that's, that's kind of the, the nitty gritty of that. If, uh, if that kind of maybe clears up a little bit of that. All right. So again, it's just something you're passionate about, something that you kind of been doing internal battle with. How do I do this? And then as you're growing, you're seeing more of a need. And you know, every, every time I listen to one of those business podcasts or something like that, it's always talking about the riches are in the niches and you know, you got to find, something that you're passionate about. and But the concept <laughs> or the idea is, you know, if you find something you love, then even if you are working hard, it's something you, you enjoy. So yes, makes sense to me. Yeah. Yep. And, and I, I will say too, like just with the current climate that we're in with, you know, COVID and, and the comorbidities that people can have that make, you know, the, the struggles with that worse, like people getting in shape, not even to look good, but to feel good and be healthier is such an important thing right now because we're just not a healthy, healthy nation, a healthy country. So um, between that and just the the impact that I feel, I feel that I can, I can make, I think it, I, I feel like it can be bigger just because it's more, it's more of a holistic piece. It's not just movement. It's, it's, it's the whole thing, movement, nutrition, mindset, being healthier, being happier, and being more fulfilled in everyday life. I love that saying that movement is healing. And I think you, I don't know if you were the first person that I saw it, but I've definitely seen it from you a lot that movement is healing and that it's truly is something that like I, I live by. Cause I, I talk to people like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm trying to get back in shape, but then my, something else starts hurting. Well, keep moving, keep moving. Don't just stop for six weeks because your back started hurting because it's the first time in six years you've done anything active. And so mm -hmm. I, I love the, the idea and that you're, again, you just move in with it. So uh, love handle to lean. Where is the name? Where did that come from? And I think the lean is L E A N 
Like uh, it's an acronym. So talk about that. Yeah. So the, the name really came from those conversations I was having with, with a lot of people because you're, you're always trying to kind of figure out what, where, where is that pain coming from? Like what, what are the things that they really want to change or that they're not, they're not happy with? And you know, the, the, the word love handles kept, kept coming up. Um, you know, uh, the one, what was the one phrase tire on my tummy, like those types of things, like those are kind of what really resonate. And I mean, that's what people struggle with. Like it's, it's just kind of like what you said that, uh, the riches are in the niches, like these things are really important that, you know, people hear that because if you don't use, if you don't use the correct language, it's not going to resonate with anyone. So, um, that's kind of, that's kind of how I came up with it. Just, and I mean, you know, I, I have a pretty small frame too, but I always tended to kind of keep a little bit extra, like around the same area. And, um, so I could definitely like relate with that, you know? So, um, and just going back to the conversations, like there's so many people, they're afraid to take their shirts off, you know, like the summer's coming up, it's supposed to be a really fun time of year and they're dreading it, you know, and, um, you know, being self, like I said, the, the big one in those conversations was like being self-conscious around spouses, you know, whether, you know, husband, wife, whoever I was talking to, it was like, that's, that's a really, that's a really tough thing. If you don't feel comfortable enough to, you know, want to take your shirt off in front of your husband or wife, like that's, that's a tough place to be. And, um, and we, the conversations we've had in the past, I mean, you, you know that I've struggled with things and um, I've always, I haven't always been in great shape and I've went through good times, bad times. And, you know, I've, I've definitely been there. So all that stuff it was easy for me to understand because I've been there and I found ways to be able to get through that. And like that, that is what I want to be able to, to give to people and to provide people. All right. So if you were to pull my neighbor's, you would see that I am definitely not afraid to take my shirt off because like I'll take the trash out shirtless. I'm always out back in the backyard shirtless. It, it just, I guess I've never grown up out of that. So in my house, mm-hmm. it's me and the boys are always running around shirtless and you know, here I am 40 years old. So I, I don't know. I've, I've never really struggled with taking my shirt off aspect. All right. So the, the lean part. So I saw that as, as an acronym, where did that, what did, what does that spell out? What does that mean? Yeah, so uh, I'm still working through it a little bit, to be to be honest, because there's a couple ways that I, I want to go with it. But the the idea behind it is like the L is just low hanging fruit, and that, and that this is kind of that kind of proprietary thing that just kind of gives a little bit more insight to the program. So the L is low low hanging fruit. So really honing in on training, nutrition, and accountability. Those are the, the three things that people seem to have the most struggle with when they're when they're doing weight loss or fat loss or any type of program. Um, those, that seems to be where the most confusion is, or if they're trying to do it on their own, um, you know, they don't, they don't know what to eat, how much to eat or what things to look for, uh, training wise. They don't know what workouts to do. They don't know if they should be doing a ton of cardio, which you shouldn't, you don't need to do that. But, um, what workouts, whether it's body weight or hit or, or, uh, low intensity cardio, like the, the, that's just a huge confusion point for people, especially if they don't have a background in sports or, or, or fitness. So. Um, and then accountability is probably the most, the most important from, from the conversations I've had is if, you know, people sometimes have, have trouble being accountable to themselves because it's really easy to talk, you know, at the end of a long day, if you said you're going to work out and you're tired, like, eh, I'll, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, so people, you know, t- is, that sometimes they're not always the most accountable to themselves because we have so much going on. Um, so having accountability to another person, um, I put a post up a few weeks ago about that, about the, the percentages of, of, the increase in probability of you reaching your goals, you know, when you commit to someone else, have a plan, financially commit, all those things. Um, and it's pretty substantial when, when you, when you look at that over time. So those are the kind of the three things with the low hanging fruit. 
uh, the ease education, um, and that that is literally just really you know when 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 you come to the program, educating you on those things of how can we simplify those three things for you and buy buy your time back, right? Because the the people that I'm I'm, I'm really looking to you know to bring that have families that, that don't have the time to try to figure out a meal plan, nutrition plan, a training program, and to you know have, have the stress of staying accountable with that. So educating them and simplifying how to basically buy your time back, like to, to not have to worry about spending hours of the day trying to figure those things out because we've already had those conversations and done that for you. You just have to kind of execute it and stay committed and, you know, be quick to act and, you know, if you have questions, ask them quickly, too. It's, it's all about the quickness, not worrying about making a mistake, taking messy action. And if, you, if there is a mistake there, we just clean that up real quick. So that's that's the E. The A is audit. And that that is really, I mean, that's that's the big key of figuring out where, where you're starting right now and then figuring out how we, can, how we can manipulate that, again, to simplify the process and get you on the right path. Um, and then the N is the one that I'm still struggling with. So I don't, I don't have a great... Um, I don't have a great word for that yet. The phrase that keeps coming back to me is never ending because the the thing that I keep posting about in my posts is, you know, the fad diets and, you know, the BS uh, mainstream diet culture of quick fix, 30 pounds, 30 days, you know, like that, that's what everybody likes to hear because we want the quick result. But this, this, this program is yes to lose your first 10 to 15 pounds in 12 weeks or, you know, may, may take a little longer for you, but the goal is to build those, those habits, to build those mindset shifts and to build a, a positive relationship with food and a positive relationship with movement and training. So whenever we do stop working together, where it's whether it's six months, 12 months, two years, whatever it is, you've developed those things over time. So you, you can keep that fat and that weight loss off that we, you know, got getting where we got at the beginning, right? It's all about sustainability. And and that's that's what I really want to push because I mean I always would talk about talk about it with injury rehab too is if it sounds too good to be true, if you're being promised a quick fix, like you may get there, but you're you're probably not going to stay there because you haven't developed the habits over time that you need to to stay there. Um so that's 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 kind of where that acronym comes from. I'm still working through it. Um I, 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 the, the end, the never ending thing, I want to find a better, uh, maybe or maybe a little more catchy phrase for that, but that's, that's the idea behind that is the never ending, the sustainability to, um, to really be where you want to be 20 years from now, 30 years from now. Right. Because that was the, the other really big thing that people were talking about in these, in these conversations were, you know, I have kids and I feel like I can't, I can't be them, be there for them. Or, you know, I have, I have grandkids either on the way or here and I can't do with them what I used to do with my kids. Like I can't roll around on the floor with them and play, or, um, I, I'm out of breath after taking a 10 minute walk or, you know, those types of things. So, um, like, like when you think back and you know, 30 years from now, were you doing the right things to give you sustainable result? Or are you trying to get a quick fix for the beach and, and go from there? So, I mean, I think the stat is like, you know, if you, if you lose the people who lose weight with those kind of quick fix, quick fix diets, you know, like 80 or 90%, not only gain all that weight back, but gain more. So that's, that's really what I'm trying to, um, trying to hit at because it just, it, it, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't keep it off, you know, and it doesn't matter if, if you feel good for three months, but the next 
30, 30 years, you're just, you're in a bad spot. So that's, that's really what I'm, what I'm going after. Your background as a medical professional, as an athletic trainer, how does that tie into, or, you know, or is this, you're moving away from athletic training? So how, how does that work out? Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't plan on, you know, distancing myself from athletic training at all, because I think the skill set that we bring can be so beneficial, beneficial to this space. I mean, obviously I'm not going to be prescribing, uh, you know, shoulder impingement rehabs or anything with, with this, but um, you know, if somebody's struggling to move around, whether it's, you know, aches or pains, like I, I have the knowledge to be able to, you know, at least give them some idea with, you know, without being too specific and, you know, go, going outside of the scope of what, I, what I'm doing now um, that it, it, it only makes sense to me. You know, it, I mean, you think about all the, all the corrective exercise, special uh, certificates and specializations that personal trainers can get like a lot, they're, they're doing a lot of similar things. I won't say the same things because, um, you know, we, you can't replicate four or six years or, you know, longer in school that, that we get with athletic training. But um, I think that's just such a big piece. That's still at the core of everything I'm doing, you know, developing that, that positive relationship with movement and, and how to incorporate that to be a happy and healthy person. Like the, my, my ethos hasn't changed, which, which I feel, I feel really, really good about, you know what I mean? One of the reasons that I continue to lift weights and continue to run is because I have a 10, 8, and 6-year-old and then, you know, possibly a 1-year-old if we get to adopt her. And I want to be able to throw the baseball or, you know, go play touch football or whatever it is with those kids. And I don't want to miss out on those moments and I want to be around for their kids. Uh, and so I know if I don't take care of myself, then I'm going to end up missing out on those things later on. Uh, so definitely a good point and reminder is you need that long-term sustainability. So, um, talking about the, the big shift, you know, you, you've been kind of going back and forth, back and forth. We've talked before about the mental clarity. You talked about the accountability piece right here. Um, and then in your stat, you mentioned financially committing. So that's the big thing you posted on your Instagram, $10,000 mentorship, program that that you invested in so tell me a little bit about how you made that happen but then ultimately what came out of that it was a long time coming and i um i wish i would have done it you know four years ago when i when i started you know the business but um I, i've had a couple um cl close friends and you know acquaintances who went through the program um actually one of them is an athletic trainer, uh, ironically. Um, and I knew that I, ha I, I just, I, I was, if I was going to continue on the same path that I was, it was going to take way too long. And when you think about, I mean, in the sports realm or, you know, or just any realm, if anytime you want to get better at a sport, you hire a coach. Anytime you want to get better at uh, learning, you have a teacher or a tutor. Um, anytime you have anything else, like you're, you're, a, a, a plumber if you have something wrong you like you hire a plumber like you don't try to do it on your own unless you, unless you know what you're doing right but i was just at the point where i was like i was fed up and i needed help and i, I knew the the reputation this this uh, coaching mentorship had and the success and the results that their students had and it, it was it was scary to make the investment you know with any with any investment it's scary but um i always weighed or when I was trying to make the decision for the final decision, what I, what I kept weighing was which is worse, the cost of the program or the cost of me staying where I'm at. 
And it always kept coming back to the cost of staying where I'm at was, was way worse. You know what I mean? Even, even if like, and I, I kept trying to like tell myself this too, even if I ended up, you know, going belly up and it, the, the money didn't return to me at all. Like the, the lessons that, that I learned and I, I knew what they were te- like, that I, I, I knew what they were teaching to, to an extent that I knew it would be worth it anyways. Um, so it, it was never really, uh, it was a no brainer for me. It was just more almost talking myself out of not letting myself or letting myself take the risk. You know what I mean? Because any time, whether it's financial, whether it's time, whether it's commitment, we tend to, you know, t- talk ourselves out of things because it's outside of our comfort zone. But, um, the thing that, you know, that I kept thinking about was like, what, what is on the other side of, you know, me making this investment and, you know, like, I felt like I was going to puke when I, when I, when I ended up paying the money, but, um, like it gave, it gave me a lot of clarity around why I'm doing what I'm doing and just the people that, you know, I'll be able to help by, by doing this. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the return I believe is going to be, you know, ten, tenfold of, of that in terms of not, not, not just like financially or monetary because like, you know, I mean, we all have to make money, but like the, the impact is what I'm really, really after. And I, I feel like it, that was the, that was the, the only way that I'd be able to do it because I'm just not that smart business wise. Like I just, I, I, I'm just, I'm just not like, I, I don't have an MBA or I didn't go to business school or, you know, I don't have, you know, a fa- family members who have done, done business ventures or anything. So I knew I needed help. And this, this ties right into to, to fitness coaching too. Like kind of coming to that realization that like, you know, maybe, maybe I do need help. Maybe I can't do it on my own. So that, that was kind of that internal battle that I had with myself, but, um, to kind of, kind of answer the second part of your question, uh, it started in February and we're just over halfway through. So it's still going on until about mid-May. All right. So if you're going to say there was like one key takeaway, one light bulb moment in that course, what would that be? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, I would say, and I have the quote written up on my board, people will do anything for those who encourage their dreams, justify their failures, ally their fears, confirm their suspicions, and help them throw rocks at their enemies. And that, again, that's not that's not a business uh, thing per se, but they constantly are telling us that, and ev- with everything I do, I try to keep that in the back of my head. You know, how, how can I, and it, it goes back to athletic training too, is how can I help encourage someone to make the change, to make the jump, to make the leap and, you know, let them know that it's okay that you, you failed before and that you aren't where you want to be because we've all been there, right. Whether it's been fitness, business, schooling, whatever, um, like just making that connection and that, and like that, that, that ties into everything that, everything that, that I'm doing now that I wasn't doing before, like, you know, doing, doing, uh, you know, trying to get people into the program, like sales and marketing is not, is not easy. But, um, once, once you kind of realize that you can truly help this person, it's not selling. It's like, I want to, I want you in here so I can help you. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't feel like kind of like slimy, like the used car salesman, right? It, it, you truly know you can help that person by, by having them in the program. That's, that's, I, that's been the biggest mindset shift for me, at least is just, you're not selling someone to sell them. You're, you're, you're selling them because you know that you can make an impact on their life. 
All right, so love handle to lean, the method again from, from Todd Sable. It's a program to help you create that accountability to grab that low hanging fruit to achieve some of your goals. Todd, I hope you're prepared for this because sitting behind you, there's a whole bookshelf of books. I know you're a big reader. <laughs> so I want you to kind yes. of reach back there without looking, grab one of those books and tell me something without that you learned from it. Yeah, kind of without looking. You don't have to knock everything out, but I know yeah. you can kind of see, you should be able to see in your screen. So I'm saying without like hand picking, just kind of reach back there, yeah. whichever one you put your hand on and take that one. I didn't have, I didn't have the cover on. It's actually uh, Extreme Ownership. Ah, well, that one's too easy. And that's, I, I, I'll pick another one. No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. I'll pick another one. Good. Okay. Um, that's actually hilarious that that worked out because in the, the core values, the core values for Todd Sportsman for the for the company that I had that you know each client will sign on when, when they when they're when they're when they come into the program the, the, literally the first one's extreme ownership and it ties into everything we do everything we do and like I like I said the accountability piece of what what I'll be bringing to the table is 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 pretty next level in terms of the access and the conversations weekly daily whatever but. Also, always knowing at the end of the day, it, come back, it comes back to you, right? The effort you're putting in, the attention to detail, and, and all of that, right? Like, I will do whatever I can for you. You know, if it's a phone call, if it's a text, if it's uh, helping you out with your macros, helping you out with, you know, a, a movement that you can't do at home, whatever it is, like, I will help you. But at the end of the day, like, it's 100% on you to use the tools that are at your disposal to get the result that you want. But the, the beauty of extreme ownership, and I know this is a big, a big book uh, in the athletic training community that I, we always talk about on Twitter. Um, the beauty of that is if you have hundred percent extreme ownership and you're hundred percent accountable for you and I'm hundred percent accountable for me and what I'm providing you, it makes a seamless team. Because there's not judgments being thrown around. There's not accusations being thrown around. We're all doing the best we can for the greater good. And so that's why it's the number one core value for the company. So that is really the foundation for, for everything in, in a successful team. You know, I, I, I believe it's the, the I, I can't speak for you know, big companies or anything like that, but um, I believe it all comes back to that. So that's, uh, that's funny. That was the one that I picked up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So love handled to lean. You already said the best way to get a hold of you on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter is Todd sports med so Todd leave us with a takeaway maybe even your your elevator pitch for love handle to lean yeah um I, I would just say the big the biggest takeaway you know if you're if you're if you've seen this or you're thinking about this what even if it's if it's me or not if it's somebody else I would my, my biggest thing is just take the take the take the chance take the risk on yourself like you owe it to yourself to invest the time the money into making yourself happier, healthier, that if, if you're not there and you know, you want to get there, like you owe it to yourself to do that for you, for your family, for your job or whatever goals you want to have just to live a longer life. I mean, those, those are the things that, that are, that are really important, you know? And so I would just encourage you to do that. That'd be my one thing to, to leave with. And, you know, the, the, the elevator pitch really is just, you know, the, the program drops today at 7 PM. I'm looking for, 10 busy professionals that are looking to lose fat, gain energy back and keep, keep that weight off for life. So if you struggle with training, nutrition, accountability in the past, and those are things that have really kind of held you back from reaching your goals, re reach out. We can have a conversation. I'd love to talk to you. All right. Good. And then 
What is this going to look like? What is success going to look like on your end? I would say success for me in the short term for this would be, I kind of talked about buying time back earlier for the, you know, the people that have been coming into the program. I want to buy some of my time back too. Um, and again, I, I not distance myself from athletic training, but um, as me and Emily start to, you know, try to have a family and, you know, my parents get older and my grandparents get older. Um, I want to, you know, be there more for them. And so I, I don't know what that looks like yet, but I really want this to be, uh, you know, a substantial piece of what I'm doing in my everyday life. And, and I would say that's probably good. I, I would say short term, like I would love to get Emily out of work. Just, just so, you know, when we do have a family, like she, that's not even something that is, you know, on her brain and having to worry about. There you go. That That's a huge key for us. Sarah staying home was a big piece and, you know, we did what yeah. it took to make it happen. So yeah. congratulations on the start. Tim Neal was watching live on Facebook. He is here with me in Texas and he does something similar. Uh, he's an athletic trainer. He works a lot of like per diem events and he runs like a per diem athletic trainer company, but he also just opened up a like fitness facility so he's saying bringing nice. the fitness and athletic trainer to him is a no-brainer. And again, this is Todd Sable. If you want to check out the Love Handle to Lean, and um, Todd, if you're looking at him on, if you're following him on social media, then you've seen like just the vulnerability, the the honesty in his posts. Or if you listen to the previous podcast with Todd, just talking about his struggles, and it's never really about hey, look at look at me, look at what I'm doing. Like he's this is just Todd sharing his story and truly wanting to help other people. Um, and, and it comes through with who he is, with the way he interacts. You, you can't fake the authenticity that much. So reach out to Todd, check it out. If you want, if you're interested in doing something similar, then you can again, hit him up and ask him about the mentorship program or some of the other steps that he's taken as well. Love handle to lean, love handle to lean. This is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash love handle. So for Jeremy, for Todd, for Love Handle to Lean and the Sports Medicine Broadcast. Tim and whoever else is watching live that didn't comment, thanks for watching live on the Facebook. Check it out tonight. I was actually in the middle of filling out the application on Todd's website just so I could kind of see and have an idea. And it really is just, hey, I want to get to know you. And then then we'll see what happens from there. So we'll come back on in a month or six months or whatever it is and see where Todd is with all of this. So for Jeremy and the Sports Medicine Broadcast and Todd, that is a wrap. Thanks.